Due to the great lockdown, people are starting to like squirrels. A much reprinted photo of a woman at her window feeding a nut to a squirrel with her mouth makes squirrels seem lovable, cute, and fun. Uh, I'm Tom Saunders getting through this in L.A., and I'll just say I like squirrels. I've always liked squirrels. They're pets. Uh, It seems like potentially they're pets without the hassle because they live in a tree. They gather their own food. Uh, You don't have to take them for a walk. And occasionally you just put a a nut in your mouth and stick your head, apparently, stick your head out the window. Uh, I don't, I'm not crazy about, uh, anyway, a squirrel come up and it's almost like it's kissing you. It takes a nut from your mouth. It's super cute. I'm not crazy about the druggy, ragged squirrels in Stuyvesant Village in Manhattan. I'm going to say that right now. They stagger over to you with their hands out, their little paws, their little paw hands out for nuts or booze or weed. They're fearless. I know a New York girl who thinks of that, that they're rats with bushy tails, doesn't like squirrels. But I say they're clean, they, they don't bite. And here's something else, Scotty. Um, I'm going to say this. Rabbits, cats, mice, chipmunks, they all became famous cartoon characters. Bugs Bunny, um, uh, Chip and Dale, the chipmunks. But besides Rocky, the, who was a flying squirrel and therefore a very special kind of squirrel. They're, the only squirrel cartoon character ever was MGM Screwy Squirrel, who was the most insane of all cartoon animals. And he was only in, he was so insane. Uh, uh, he, he could do anything he wanted to anybody. He could ter- make, turn himself into another squirrel so that there's two of them. He pulls objects out of thin air. He was just a magic, crazy squirrel, but he was only in five cartoons. Um, he was constantly, by the way, he was constantly breaking the fourth wall, you know, turning to the audience and, or the camera uh, and uh, saying uh, weird, crazy things and, and uttering a characteristic cackling laugh. But no one remembers him. Everyone remembers Bugs Bunny, Donald Duck, Mickey Mouse. No one uh, sadly remembers Screwy Squirrel. Uh, he became an alcoholic and died penniless. Well, sorry to hear that, Tommy. Well, I'm going to go uh, check out YouTube uh, for Screwy Squirrel. And uh, uh, I'm Scott Blakeman in Brooklyn, New York. And um, I'm looking at my backyard right now and watching a, a cute squirrel, a very politely and uprightly uh, having lunch. Uh, I re- called out just before we started, uh, hey, Rocky, because I call all squirrels Rocky. And, you, you do? Know, and, yeah, and interestingly enough, they all respond when I call their name. And I'm wondering, uh, I don't know, are they just being considerate and non-judgmental, or are all squirrels really named Rocky? And yeah. uh, today, our getting through this investigative team is on the case with some answers that might surprise you. Okay, um, I'm come eagerly uh, awaiting that I, because I was about to say no, not all squirrels are named Rocky. And when that squirrel turned. To to when you call a squirrel Rocky and he and the squirrel turns to you, it's probably thinking like, who's the asshole who thinks they they're funny by calling me Rocky? Everybody calls me Rocky. I wonder if that's the case. I think it's some certainly there are some, especially the city squirrels. Here I am, New York City, Brooklyn, and their squirrels. They they probably heard it all. You're right, and so they're not going to get into it. Like uh, I'm really, you know, I resent that. We all have different names, and we have we are who we are. So they just basically kind of give a look and maybe there's food involved. Maybe they're thinking, you know, I'll get a nut out of it. 
So uh, either way, I just and I know you uh, I don't know if you mentioned this earlier. I know you had said at one point you had a new uh, woman in New York who said that, oh, those squirrels are just rats with bushy tails. And I used to say that, too, but I actually still love them. I mean, yeah, you could break it down, but I don't. Think you used to say they were rats. With I mean, I, once tails. I said if they didn't have the tail, people might look at them differently. But you know, they do have that buck tooth, I guess, or whatever you call it, which rats don't. And again, you know, I don't. They have buck late. teeth. Squirrels have buck teeth. Well, they have that kind of look that, or the one tooth, or I, you know, this all depends on the illustration, I guess. But um, I don't have a visceral hatred of rats either. You don't want to see do. them on a subway platform. I don't. Um, but I'm thankful for their selflessness and test. When do you want to see a rat? In a lab, you know, a lab, and I oh, thank them for their rats. service. Yeah, they yeah. they they keep us healthy. Right. So those are the great, and I do say thank you for your service. I kind of. Salute when I'm in a rat lab. I always make sure to salute them. Yeah, you never know. It might be a super smart la- uh, rat that will su- salute back if it's in a if it's in a lab, right? Um, uh, the the rat might the rat might have <clears throat> you know super intelligence. That's oh, yeah. that's what I would assume. So yeah. I would always treat any lab rat with respect and kind of you know assume that the rat uh, speaks some amount of English. I don't expect a rat to speak, all, even a super intelligent rat to speak, you know, like like you and I do. We're very articulate. Uh, yeah. I mean, like an average, you know, that's what they go for is the average or the mean. More, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. But it is impressive. And, and again, I've never seen this. I've never I'm not saying that this has happened or that they're they're even trying to develop super intelligent rats. I'm just saying that I just think in an abundance of caution, if you're going into a lab and very and how often do you go into a lab where there's lab rats, really? Or any lab whatsoever. That's or, the thing. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm sheepish about it, but I really have not been in a lab probably in 40 <laughs> years or ever. Maybe in school I did, and uh, I don't think I have. So I, I'm kind 40 of years or ever. Well, yeah. I mean, the school labs, I guess that counts. I mean, we were talking about chemistry sets yesterday and, yeah. and, and um, uh, uh, how how we always wanted to turn ourselves into monsters, but I think school labs were kind of disappointing. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, places. And you always want, what you want is the labs that have the electrical, uh, uh, spark, you know, uh, uh, what do they call arcs, arcs, electrical arcs going up, um, huge Van de Graaff generators and, 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 um, yeah, lab rats singing, you know, singing madrigals in, in a little cage over, a, you know, that's what you picture a lab to be, a filled yeah. with excitement and monsters and and futuristic rats. Now, I think that's more on the college level or graduate yes. level, but high school, it really, or junior high, it was really a guy in a white coat and, you know, it was very, you know, and I think rightfully so, because there was some terror, you know, some of us were terrors, the kids, so you wouldn't want really heavy duty you know, Bunsen burners and explosive chemicals. So they had cute you know, little test tubes and you pour something in and maybe it smoked up a little bit and that was it. Then the period was over and you had lunch. Yeah. You know. And you realized you were not going to be a chemist. Oh, like, absolutely. At, at no yeah. point did you think, I'm going to be a chemist. Now, that was this... the whole point of it. They discouraged people from being chemists, those people from being chemists, that they were afraid they would ignite explosions and things like that. So they... Very gentle. They weren't going, you're not going to be a chemist, but they made it pretty obvious 
Yeah, they like, were discouraging you from being a cadet. Yeah. I, I, now I realize that was the whole point of these classes is that you, you assume that they were to try to get you to be a chemist. No, it turns out they were trying to keep you from being chemists just because they were afraid you're going to blow up the school in, 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 in a bad experiment. Amazing, yeah. Scotty. Yeah. And that's yeah. a real that, that, uh, uh, that's a, a scandal that has not yet been. Uh, I mean, th- I guess you're going back to the 19. 19- 60s and 70s. 70s yeah well it was never addressed then and certainly not uh, now and that's part of what we do here yeah shine a light so to speak uh, to these issues at different times that never right really... we don't shine an actual light uh no to these issues but it is so to speak i'm glad you mentioned oh that, yeah so yeah speak. because uh, i was speaking and so yeah and 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 and, because just shining a light isn't gonna really you know no people think that's enough a lot of times no it's not uh, did you investigate it well i I shined a light light on it shined a light well it was a flashlight you know well it was uh, the light on my phone in the back of my phone yeah but i mean it definitely it was on it but (laughs) you know and uh that's what i did well did you do anything else well i you said to shine a light on it so i did (laughs) and uh, i don't know you're adding things yeah yeah you know (laughs) So, um, yeah, no, 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 that, 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 that's a really, really good point. If you're trying to if we're go, if trying to expose something from the past and in this case, in this case, the long, long history of subtly discouraging um, young minds from pursuing um, chemistry just by having these really boring chemistry classes, which I always thought, oh, no, they're boring because something wrong with me. I'm just not finding the excitement and in uh protons and neutrons and and um uh right they 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 study yeah, protons and neutrons in chemistry right yeah and i uh, remember synthesis a biology teacher who, uh, and yeah. i just it should be fascinating i mean all of it but uh it, it wasn't for no me. you know what actually you're right it should be fascinating yeah. it should be freaking fascinating and yeah. they were not good these teachers are not trained to be fascinating people they're trained to talk like this and then if you um and then when you put in the solution you'll probably and then put a little piece of uh paper and you'll be able to see that it is now damp you know it's like really boring you you heard me just now wasn't that oh yeah yeah and there were those that shockingly boring just it was but uh also i feel compelled again and for biology teachers uh listening that there are many exciting ones, I'm sure. We just happen to have maybe a couple who weren't uh, that exciting, but I'm sure there are the no. great ones. Well, we that... know that they are because we yeah. have people like Dr. Fauci's right. Redfield, Stephen and... Hahn, FDA commercial, commercial right. and Admiral Giroir. They had to be inspired by good teachers. And in fact, inspired. Dr. Fauci went to the high school that was my high school's rival. I think he went to the, uh, I think, believe, I believe he went to the Lafayette High School in Brooklyn. I went to Lincoln. It was one of our rivals. So, he certainly had an inspiring uh, teacher, and uh, but so you didn't. Off the teacher, you didn't. You could have been Dr. Fauci if you had gone to the Lafayette High School. That's what you're saying. I mean, I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't have taken his name just because. You know, no, no, no. Was, right, right. I, yeah. I, I mean that you would be a I, yeah, doctor of right. his, For Dr. Blakeman, uh, I guess, and of his dad, level of his yeah. high regard. And, probably and, uh, infectious. Probably, I'd be the guy with the four percent. Uh, approval rating and trump is going why is he only at 41 percent? he literally was he was tweeting uh why is he uh, much more uh, popular but uh <laughs> that could have been me yeah I, it, so it could have been Tom, you and it's just a matter of which high school fate uh sent yeah. you to and and it's not fair 
but he's but 14 is- years older. So, you know, there was a different pool then. But I will say, Tommy, I'm glad that I am not Dr. Fauci because he's testifying right now in Washington. And I'm here in Brooklyn with you on the podcast. I would not have been able to do the podcast. I would have had a, I don't know, stop in the middle of my testimony or whatever. So I'm glad it turned out this way. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Boy, you're right. I did not even think yeah. about that. That's, that's a, that's a, I don't want to say it's a scary thought because it didn't happen, but it, 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 it does uh, really kind of, uh, let me put a focus, focus oh, my yeah. attention on, on, wow, that was close. I mean, oh, yeah. if yeah. you had become, when you were age 14 and yeah. you're in Brooklyn, right? Yeah. And at that time, uh, Jack Parr was on, or was it Johnny Carr? We don't even know. It's it was, a different world. And yeah, it would have been Johnny. Uh, what would have been know. Johnny? Okay. Yeah. So, so the world was, you know, and there was baseball and people oh, yeah. uh, didn't even know from social distancing. And you, um, and, 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 and uh, your parents said, well, son, I don't know if they called you son. You'll be going to the La- uh, uh You'll be going to the what school would you go? Uh, to? Lafayette. Lafayette. You'll be going to the Lafayette. No, which one was was Fauci? Uh, Fauci, school? I believe, was Lafayette. I went to Lincoln. You went to Lincoln. Uh, yeah, you'll be going yeah. to Lincoln School. Yeah. But at the time, they didn't say to you. Now, there is another high school, Lafayette, and if you go to Lafayette, you're 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 gonna very. It's very possible you'll wind up uh, an infectious disease expert. And the number one uh, uh, doctor of that, uh, the, the number one authority in the country. They didn't say that to you at that. Not time, in that so right? many words. Not, Not so in many so words. many words. Yeah, I mean they say, yeah, but they uh, but they did make yeah. it clear to you that you were. By going to Lincoln High School, you 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 would probably not become a, an infectious disease na- on a national scale. No, that they did say. Going Lincoln's a really good school. You do know, don't you, that you're not going to all in all likelihood be a famous epidemiologist and and be running the uh, you know National Institute of Health. Uh, you you get that right? You know very nicely. You understand? They go, oh no. So I they did, they did yeah. put that. Down. Yeah. But when you're 14 years old, all you want to do is is have baseball cards and and you know. Yeah, and they had a football team. And watch like, network TV. Yeah. yeah, and they had a football TV team and 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 yeah. so you you weren't really thinking at that time how what what, what a big decision you were being. Uh, in a way, it wasn't even a decision. It wasn't well, actually, the decision was made for me. Because the decision the was made for you. You had to you go had to Lincoln go. High School. You were districted. That's you're in the district. So as much as I might have, if I wanted to be a Dr. Fauci, I couldn't go to Lafayette. That was a different neighborhood. Uh, in those days, it was mostly Italian. It seemed like, and we were the mostly uh, Jewish and, and Italian. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so but fa- not that so uh, Fauci, very welcoming. You know, very nice. But so it was really uh, an apartheid kind of a. Uh, situation. Had you neighborhoods and my neighborhood growing up was literally like 99 percent uh, Jewish. Uh, so uh, and now that doesn't exist. Now it's more of a Russian neighborhood. And so uh, but it's good. I think this high schools are much more diverse now. And uh, but I have a connection to Lincoln High School, even though I didn't wind up being, you know, a famous uh, infectious disease doctor, um, you know, but I'm, I'm I, but that I'm, was a, was that a known to be a good uh, Lincoln? Was that known to be a good podcast school? Like if you wanted well, a career in podcasting, probably that was before. Well, you know, it was before. Podcasting. Well, it was it was really about, you know, uh, 50 years 
before prior to podcasting. I can't believe actually I'm saying 50 or 40. You, you'd I, like I, to think that they were forward looking, that they could yeah, 40 years ahead. The, you would the, think the somebody they, would, they don't, yeah, they don't do that. They really there wasn't a whole degree in it, but you would think somebody would go, uh, you know, or a club, yeah, not a course, but a, a club, podcast right. club, yeah, maybe, yeah. You and, know, and, and and it wouldn't be the most popular club because nobody no. knew what a podcast was no, it was, back in 19 and it didn't even exist, but it would be like. Oh, someday there will be. No one really was interested in that. Someday, what? You know, it's radio and AM radio would have been the best thing. You know, who would need <laughs> podcast? So you're listening to WABC, Good Guys, or WMC, no, WMCA, I think was the Good Guys. Yeah. WABC, WABC. You had the best Monday. DJs. We <laughs> yeah, had good famous. DJs in, in Chicago, but New York had just so many more TV stations and. And radio stations and uh, Chicago. I was so impressed with the, the many. Uh, of course, not nothing like L.A. Uh, Although Tommy, I still have a you know when I went to Northwestern, I remember the great Larry Lujak, and I believe on WFLD was and he uh, was a great jock. And he was he, he used to be on WCFL, Larry. Lujak. CFL, Chicago Federation of Labor. Yeah, and, and um, but he was yeah he was the most popular Larry Larry Lujak was the most popular DJ when I was in high school and yeah. people really thought yeah uh, it used to be WLS was the cool station right can, can you imagine that was how people talked in those days oh yeah WC like radio call letters actually mattered as far as are you cool or not yeah what are you I, listening I'm not to kidding. I, I I marvel at that right now yeah I listen to WCFL. Like, nobody even knows call letters anymore, do they? No, no. And also, there were only, like, three choices. It wasn't, like, what podcast does There's only eight, eight million of them. So, But, uh, no, and, and I remember ABC and uh, then WCBS FM, the oldies. That was always <laughs> the thing. Then you'd kind of go, oh, you like the oldies. That would be like a punchline. Oh, yeah, he likes the oldies station. Yeah. And so That was a punchline? You could actually well, use that I, as a punchline? Not me, personally, but I could hear... Oh yeah, his favorite. I wouldn't station. end on the station. I don't. I think yeah. oldies is your funny word. Yeah, yeah. He listens to the oldies. oldies. He likes the oldies. Ah, big laugh. Of course, it's all about the setup. I mean, if you oh, just yeah, say yeah. punchlines, people try to do that. You know, they just say go out and say punchlines and don't bother to do the setups. Um, yes, yeah, the idea skipping. being more laughs per minute, or yeah, it, it doesn't work. No, no, no. You can't skip the pro skip along in the process, but but you know. Uh, I feel like, uh, you know, again, I'm looking out in my backyard and I see more squirrels. Uh, by the way, uh, I don't call them squirrels. Now, I have a tendency to certain words, and my mom used to tease me about it. I like to just purposely mispronounce them just for my own enjoyment. And I call squirrels squirrelies. Oh, really? And when I speak to my you, kitty, You're not kidding about this. No, this no, no, not, no. When you can ask Handsome, my sister's kitty, uh, we could bring him squirlies. on the show. There's some yeah. squirrels. And I say to Handsome, Hi, handsome. Hi, handsome. Did you see any squirrelies today? And, <laughs> and he may roll his eyes and go, oh, come on. He, he's doing the squirrely thing. They're oh, squirrels. God. You know, he probably yeah, is yeah. doing that. But uh, it makes me happy to say. When cats roll their eyes, some people find it cute. I just find it, like, really demeaning when they roll your, their eyes at you. Yeah. Well, they don't have to be their friend. Oh, look at you. And they kind of roll their eyes. Yeah, or they don't even have to. They just kind of look away. They have that. They don't even bother to look in your direction. It's like, no, that's too it, ridiculous to even bother. Yeah. My head, you know, they, yeah. which is, but I do call them squirrelies. And in fact, Tommy, I, you know, when you uh, broached the subject, I didn't mm. realize how much I could add. In fact, on three occasions, I believe a squirrel guy, I don't know if that's his official profession has come to the house because, um, 
there are squirrels and and I've seen them they sometimes get I don't know the quite the mechanically but they get in between the walls or they come down this uh thing the that water goes through on the outside gutter. of the house it's called uh, a gutter yeah, yes I don't even know and uh <laughs> and I've heard them for a while there I heard them for weeks like feeling like I really thought they were in the the cabinet you know the kitchen yeah. cabinet with and I was waiting for it to open up and it would shoot out of me but I never saw them. they shoot out at you the well yeah that's you they well they never did and I'm not sure that they ever would because they're nice you know they probably go hey you know but yeah. anyway I heard them though for weeks my sister heard them upstairs I would hear loud scratching and I worried about them see I was worried is it oh they're caught in the house I hope they get out and then right. it stopped for the longest time the guy came back and but so the squirrel guy, let's, I mean, yeah. just really quickly. Yeah. What high school would be the squirrel guy high school, right? Like this well, high school you'd go if you wanted to be a squirrel. Well, it's, uh, or know, was there, or, or what, uh, there wasn't a dedicated, just, you know, like the William no, H, uh, no. Hopkins Squirrel Academy, something. Right. Uh, he does many other kinds of but, no, but you uh, probably remediation. Need some training. Uh, oh, yeah. You know. Well, he does. Uh, you know, termites he does. So he's, he's, he branches oh, out. Not just, so he does all this. So all that's that. a great business to be in. Oh, I mean, like if it was about... just squirrels, I'd worry a little bit. You yeah, know, but, you know, like... I wouldn't mind that because literally when we were looking for it, there were very few places that even handled it. So that, that could be the field. We're giving a tip uh, unsolicited to our listeners. Get involved in squirrel. And it's not, we're not, no one kills them. No one's doing anything. It's just keeping them from getting in the house. So Scotty, you bring yeah. to mind a, a, one of the most famous uh, scenes in, in a movie uh, of the 1960s, The Graduate. Oh, of course. I can just see you uh, um, going up to uh, uh, one of your nephews or cousin, young, young, um, young, um, whatever they're called. Or niece or nephew. Relatives, niece, yeah, nephew. Yeah. yeah. And after their graduation and, and, and say, I have one word for you, squirrels. That would be the the parody. Those be, on that the know would the get thing. it, and, and oh. they would be like, "What? Like that's the thing? That's what I'm supposed to be into?" Because yeah. uh, remember when when uh, when yes, in the graduate, happened. and this yeah. is important, Scotty, and this is, uh, and, and I'm glad we're finally being able to talk about this. In the yeah. graduate, the guy comes up. It, it, there's this party. The uh, the young uh, Dustin Hoffman character had recently graduated from Williams College, the oh, fancy yeah. college. Yeah, right. And it's back in in L.A. and 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 pool and everybody's around the pool and and one of the, the dad's friends comes up and says, "I've got one word for you: plastics." Now that became a hilarious line, often referred uh, repeated back in the day. Oh yeah, the, the, the cluelessness of the uh, uh, older generation thinking we would be interested in plastics. And by the way. That turned out to be very, in a way, prescient because plastics would be a terrible thing to get into. Uh, yeah, it probably weren't as much then, but it, yeah. And uh... at that time, it just seemed like, are you kidding? I just went to Williams College and I'm incredibly, uh, uh, and, and I'm an intellectual wonder and you're telling me about plastics. That's, I think, what was the joke at that time. Now it does seem like a ridiculous uh, uh, thing. But squirrels, Scotty, if he had said squirrels, Hold that that uh, a neighbor in the graduate movie, uh, Mike Nichols classic, if had just said that one word, squirrels. I mean, that's a future, Scotty. That people are all, and people don't think that squirrels can be pests, but you're here to tell us that they they certainly can. Well, you know, I, I really it pains me to say because I don't. I it was more like an obligation. I was actually, you know, what time almost like wearing masks. I was concerned about their 
good uh, their uh, well-being because I'm worried. Oh, they're in behind between the walls. Is he going to get stuck in something? It wasn't like uh, uh, snakes are coming through up the toilet. Things like oh that. my god for the for Rocky and also Tommy. I don't. I did not. <laughs> I wasn't going to say this because well, we'll get letters and also yep. I don't know. But and I'm not sure if it's telegrams. Really, so bring it up. But I literally one morning. Uh, this is several months ago when I was hearing them a lot and I'd hear them, you know, in the closets or the, you know, in the up top on the roof, I don't know where they were, but I heard like something with the, you know, I have the bags for recycling the blue and the clear. And it sounded like something or someone was like kind of moving it around. And I did, or I was kind of bleary eyed. I mean, this is a thriller. We should have thriller music, but I walked mm. in and I did see the bags askew. They were thrown into the middle of the kitchen. And I think I had just woken up. I saw a little Rocky. I saw his little bushy tail running away. But the thing is, and this is the mystery, Tommy. I mean, this is really top radio drama. Mm -hmm. uh, I closed the bed. There's a door to the kitchen. I closed it. But then I never saw the squirrel again. And how did it get out? Or did I really see a squirrel? Oh, my goodness. Wow. I mean, I'm chill. I'm just, you know, that's pumped. Yeah. The same, yeah. you know. Wow. So. Yeah. I don't have the answers. I know our just, investigative team will yeah. another assignment for them to check out that story. And well, again, amazing more questions than answers. Well, uh, was cool. there really a squirrel? Two yeah. squirrels? Can squirrels just disappear? I know cats <laughs> I, uh, uh, do disappear. Like they'll just. Oh like, yeah. Wait, I just looked there a second ago, and there was a cat. And now there's absolutely no cat, and and I think that's that people thought cats had magical powers back in the day because of that. Yeah. Um, I did not know that 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 squirrels had that ability to disappear, and um, cats definitely have also the ability to appear instantly, uh, or yes. just I mean I literally I uh, was over there's a closet and then I opened it up and I don't know how handsome it's handsome I call him handsome mm -hmm. just managed to just scoot into the closet I was standing there and I was looking down to make sure he didn't go in and then like five minutes later maybe he's in there I opened it up and he jumped out so yeah uh, maybe they are magicians cats and squirrels uh, by the way uh, this is uh, I, I we do this mr sinatra used to do this he would always give the names of the lyricists and composers the graduate was written by buck henry and calder willingham directed by mike nichols based on the book by charles webb yeah and buck was in it he played a very funny uh, a hotel clerk when mrs yes. robinson played by ann bancroft mm -hmm. and dustin hoffman uh uh went to a hotel and it really awkwardly was, uh, uh, checking yeah. in with uh, the mother of his girlfriend. Yeah, yeah it, it, it was a it was a considered this very important movie, and yeah. that really was spoke for a whole generation. Um, yeah, I'm not sure about that. Uh, if a whole generation was having uh, uh, affairs with the girlfriend's mom, and that was their big drama in their life, but um, but it it. Uh, it was a it was a very uh, very good and very well written movie and Buck Henry gets gets big uh, kudos because oh, yeah. uh, um, you know it, that that he wrote that line the famous plastics line so I yeah. give him huge kudos uh, and also now, Paul it's Simon very easy you know? to yeah, yeah oh, the Simon, Simon Garfunkel, Garfunkel uh, yeah. soundtrack that was the first movie I, I know of that used a, a soundtrack that was just flat out music you know rock pop yeah. music you know and then, uh, yeah. uh and then then every a lot of 
a lot of uh, movies did that. Remember, well, you used to buy the soundtrack album. That was a yes. thing. And go, I'm going to get the soundtrack album. Who? But I always remembered the soundtrack albums. I got one for the Heartbreak Kid, the original one, the great one. It was mm. the late Bruce J. Friedman conceived it. Neil Simon wrote it. Elaine May directed it. And, uh, of course, the amazing Chuck Grodin. But, uh, as we could say, Chuck. Um, but um, they, and Sheldon Harnett, and by the way, I you know I was engaged to his his daughter uh, uh, Beth and and uh, really uh, this is news. Yeah, well, I and I don't want to throw it out there because we're going to get the paparazzi are really going to be asking me when I step out from my walk. But anyway, but uh, he wrote some of the lyrics. But I do remember when you'd buy soundtrack albums, there was one or two that were the famous ones, and then they had to fill it with the others, and they would have like Billy's theme, and it was just like a, a minute where he's just walking on the street or. Something, or then they'd have the same version of <laughs> only the lyrics, like "Hey, like Heartbreak Kid was ba 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 ba," and the songs, "Hey, watch your soul, smooth your brow, you'll still be safe and sound." And they never, <laughs> they didn't sing that in the movie, but it, they it had did a, not really become a big hit, right? That no, song. not at all, but and you, especially not <laughs> if I record it. But uh, that movie resonated know. with me, and I did have the. That's one of my regrets, Tommy. I had all these albums that I, I don't know what I did with them. I think I left them in college or they got lost or something or i mm -hmm. gave them away and I, you can find them on ebay i'm sure yeah. but uh heartbreak well, kid I, I remembered I, I, you know i mean it's funny i thought i i thought that this segment we would be talking about the bad uh, recep uh reception of congress people trying to ask serious questions with skype to uh, uh doctors fauci and, and redfield etc and 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 their uh uh, uh, and, it, and, and, and it winds up making them look ridiculous and foolish and you don't even understand what the questions are that, that, that they're asking. Well, we could and touch on sitting in their with... kitchens. Yeah. But, but it turns out we're not talking about that at all. Well, because uh, that'll always be there. And, and we just, talk, you know, it's, it's, you know, in the moment, we just talk about it's so exciting. Gonna... It's so yeah. exciting. Yeah, we had this planned, uh, I guess you call it featurette. Um, something like a dinette set um, or a humorette. Do you remember the humorette from Good Humor, which was the New York <laughs> truck? And my grandma, that, who actually where I'm living where she used to live too, would always get the humorette, which was orange ices uh, with vanilla on the inside. <laughs> and really? I didn't love it. I didn't love it. I mean, I'm glad. No, it doesn't did. sound. Well, and I just didn't. And I remember I felt bad because my grandma would always go, oh, we have some humorettes going, you know, my high pitch Brooklyn. Oh, do you have any chocolate eclair? Do you have a ice cream sandwich? You know, because I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't bad. I just preferred other. No, I'm glad she enjoyed. I appreciate the offer. But no, but the humorette. So they're very various et things. Et I love. Et, yeah, we and, should bring uh, back et. Dinette yeah, set, though, absolutely. is we no, really should bring that back to or start a dinette set store that's only dinette sets and i think it's going to be has Ed just left our our uh, vocabulary because all the um uh putting putting it in the end of um well there's also de demeaning names for uh feminized um uh occupations yeah right? oh, of course yeah uh, uh, well, there's comedian yes that comedian i i, I shudder because i think maybe in the early days in 1980, at when I am I might have said that. I think we said that. I would say the great Abby Stein, uh, who passed, was so an amazing person and a very funny comedian. I think I probably said, "Are you know, please welcome a very funny comedian." And I, I, you know, I look. I'm. I come forward with this. I, I 
you know, I apologize. You actually did say the word comedian. I believe I did in those days and now. Uh, it it was know, a different time. It was the, yeah. the, the 1980s. Early and you know, 80s. And I don't hope that doesn't 90s. mean they're going to take my picture down from the comic strip because it was of a different era. I renounced It was a different that. era. Yeah. And, you've, and you've, uh, uh, you've learned and listened since then oh, yeah. and, and, and grown and, and reached deeply inside yourself and realized the hurt that you caused. Uh, although it didn't probably cause any hurt to Abby Stein because she was you know, she 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 didn't really mind being not a, at all. No, and she uh, laughed uh, and uh, no. So not to her, but if if there was anyone else, and I know people don't like it when you say if anybody else is offended. I'm sure people were offended who weren't even there. And to those people, I feel bad that uh, I said comedian. And uh, but, but it's not said anymore. But I still think stewardess is a sweet word. I don't think it's demeaning. Uh, and and uh, and secretary, I think, is a elegant word uh, administrative assistant to me sounds very boring so well it's extra it's extra uh syllables yeah yeah for sure and, uh, and, I'm not and saying, we, we discussed this yeah. before we did secretary of state is a it, yeah it's a great is, a, is an exalted position oh yeah but madam secretary, secretary is an yeah. insult to yeah i mean that's a we should do a whole hour uh very special hour the way merv griffin used to do special uh what was merv normally an hour or an hour but oh no he did a special theme show like uh, yeah. on various big topics. And Johnny well, would always rib Merv. Johnny uh, would say, ah, Merv has one of his famous theme shows. Because <laughs> oh, Merv's- he would, uh, he would mock them. He would mock us. I think Merv's, was it Merv's brother was directed uh, the show or something like that. There was some know, but connection. Merv wound up becoming very, uh, oh. very wealthy, oh, powerful yeah. and- Yes. And, and influential. And I, and I do like Merv Griffin. Oh, I loved him. I, I didn't Merv used to like him. I thought he was boring. Now no, I would I, love to have Merv. I watch yeah. him every day. If, if Merv, Mike Douglas, I, I really would love him to bring it back because I, I have fond memories. And we'll talk but, about that on another day, Tommy. And Di Miss Dinah Shore, beautiful, funny, elegant. I loved when she dated Burt Reynolds. That was a great era, Tommy, when you had these talk shows from Dinah and uh, Mike. The, day, and the daytime. Daytime. Talk, well, much yeah. like Ellen, I guess, today. I guess. Is, uh, is similar to that, that whole kind of thing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just a, a, a big old entertainment thing every, every day. And with music and comedy and superficial talking and stand ups. That would be a nothing thing like terribly that. serious. And, yeah. But the view. I got us. I know we got to go. Uh, we're, we're running over. Uh, uh, we'll let our affiliates uh, know we're running the over. next podcast. Uh, yeah. And uh, but it's a yeah, no, I, I do want to. Uh, there's just way too much to talk about, Scotty. I had no idea we we're going to even mention the word dinosaur. Well, uh, and that's a whole show right there. But you what know, do we and, do this, uh, tomorrow? Because this will be the views on every day. And my uh, old friend Joy Behar is on. And so. Uh, well, she probably wouldn't want to be called old, but I well, think she uh, is. And in, in the best sense, yeah. In the uh, best sense. Yeah. Uh, well, until that time, Scotty, I uh, I am going to continue being Tom Saunders, I guess. And, well, and I, uh, following your lead, uh, I, I remain sincerely yours, Scott Blakeman, and we're getting through this. <laughs>